Hello, and welcome back to another episode, episode seven of Making It Nice. I'm your host, Colleen Buckley, and today I'm talking about the benefits of establishing a morning routine. So first, just to do a little bit of catch up, if you've been listening, maybe you've noticed that the intro music to this episode was different. I did receive feedback from two people that the intro music was a little too long, but I kind of agreed. So um, open to any and all feedback always. I am obviously new at this, so I want it to be the best listening experience that it can be for people. So I switched that up today. I don't know if I'm going to keep it like that, but for today it is what it is. And if you listen to the last episode, I mentioned that I was toying with the idea of recording twice each week, dedicating one episode strictly to reality TV and another to my more miscellaneous topics, kind of like this one. So I've actually decided to go ahead with that. Next week will be the first official week of doing that. I figured it would make sense to start at the beginning of a fresh season of a show. So next week, The Real Housewives of Orange County come back. It airs on Wednesdays. So on Thursdays, I'll be recording recap episodes of the show. And then I'll probably try to come up with a standard routine of, you know, whatever other day I record. But for now, it'll definitely be Thursdays. I'll release a recap of The Real Housewives of Orange County. So if you're a Bravo fan and you're going to be watching, you might want to tune in. So now to dive into today's episode, establishing morning routines. In the online business world, we talk a lot about establishing morning routines, generally because a lot of us work from home full time, which can make keeping any type of routine kind of difficult. I worked with my first business coach in 2019, a few months after going full time in my business. And before we even got to any business strategy or like how to actually build my business, the first call we ever had together, she was like, so what's your morning routine? Tell me about that. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, I don't have a morning routine. She was like, honestly, that is the foundation to so many other things. You need to establish a morning routine that works for you. So that was really interesting to me at the time because I just had never really thought about it. So we do know, obviously, that there are a lot of benefits to having a morning routine. And I'm going to go through and kind of just list a few of them. First of all, it has been said that having a set morning routine will provide you with better sleep quality. It eases your stress to know what lies ahead of you each morning. It also gives you more confidence because, again, you know what each morning will bring. There's no guessing or stressing about what your morning is going to be like. You've laid out this routine. You know exactly what you're going to do every single morning when you wake up. So because of those two reasons, you know, having better sleep quality and feeling more confident in how your day is going to start, you experience less stress. There's less rushing around. There's less likely a chance that you're going to forget things. It's structure. It has been said when I was doing research for this episode that even if it's a five-minute routine, that is five minutes of structure to start your day when, generally speaking, Our day-to-day lives can be somewhat unpredictable and crazy. Even if it's five minutes, even if it's less than five minutes, it's one little piece of structure that makes you start your day the same every single day. It has also been said that a morning routine increases your productivity for the entire day because you already feel like 
you have accomplished something and it sets the pace for the rest of the day. You want to keep accomplishing things. There was something really interesting when I was researching this episode that people who start their day with a routine are more successful. And many successful people that are household names have morning routines. So some examples of people who have claimed to have morning routines, Barack Obama would do cardio and eat breakfast with his daughters every morning. Steve Jobs would wake up and ask himself, if today were my last day on earth, what would I do differently? And write his thoughts on that. So that was super interesting. There was kind of like this long list of successful people that we know about. Elon Musk was on there that they have a solid morning routine. And, you know, is there a correlation between them having that and the success that they've experienced in their lives? There is a really famous commencement speech that is also a book that touches on part of what I've just said, most notably the part about, you know, if you have a morning routine, it increases your productivity for the entire day. So this notable thing that I'm referencing is a book called Make Your Bed, Little Things That Can Change Your Life and Maybe the World. And this is by Admiral William McRaven. He also gave a commencement speech on it. So little things that can change your life and maybe the world. I, I low key think the title is a little dramatic, but I agree with the premise of the book. So again, based on a Navy SEALs graduation speech that he made at the University of Texas at Austin in May, 2014, kind of self-help motivational, but it's really good. So I'm going to play you a clip from that speech. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made, (laughs) that you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. He basically really encompasses that whole idea of like, if you do this one small thing in the morning, this one piece of your routine, you have already crossed something off the to-do list. You've already accomplished something. And it motivates you to keep accomplishing things. I really like this premise. I used to never make my bed at all, like ever. I was one of those crazy people who genuinely thought that an unmade bed was more comfortable than a made bed. I don't know why. Like I used to think, oh, well, if I don't make my bed, it feels like softer or something when I get in it later. But now, oh my God, there's no better feeling than getting into like a made bed at night. Also, I was probably just lazy AF. So I do make the bed every single day. I try to do it right when I get up in the morning, but sometimes the dogs or the baby are a little bit more pressing. Um, Even if it's not like a tucked in sheets, perfectly made bed, even sometimes it's like I pull the sheets and comfort up as quick as possible. I do it. Um, And it actually is true that I feel like I accomplished something. It also just makes me feel like my environment is more put together and cleaner. 
I spend time in our room when the baby is napping. Um, so I just like that feeling of like, okay, I've kind of started my day by doing something that makes me feel a little bit more put together. I also feel like I should note that it's really motivational to make your bed when your Florida backyard has a ton of sand that your dogs run in all day and then they bring it into the bed because, you know, you're too soft to not allow them on the furniture. Like we legit have felt like we're sleeping in dirt before. But if you see my dogs, you would understand why staying off the furniture just isn't possible. It's just not possible. Um, So pre-baby, I had a very solid morning routine. On days that I went to spin, it was get up and go to a 5.45 a.m. class, get home and shower, pour a cup of coffee, and drink it while doing my daily journaling. And my journaling followed the exact same format every day. Three daily gratitudes, three affirmations, three goals, and the book that I referenced in episode two, The Magic of Thinking Big. What I would do with that is I would just like flip to a random page and pick out a line that I thought stuck out to me or that I could apply to my day. And then I would just journal any free thoughts I had flowing. Post baby, that routine has essentially been flushed down the toilet. Um, And that's what kind of like, you know, I was thinking about that and it's what made me want to do this episode. Instead of starting my day with exercise or journaling now, I attempt to sleep until the baby is up. Like somehow randomly today, he let me sleep until like eight o'clock. That's when he wanted to get up. So that was great. I get up and I drink coffee while I'm feeding him. And then I spend time with him until his first nap. After that, my day is kind of just a cycle of baby feeding, sleep and playtime. Like he's literally taking his first nap right now as I record this podcast. So I would not trade this for the world. I would not trade the fact that I have him and, you know, I, you know, I have him. My morning routine can be flushed down the toilet, but I do think I should try to squeeze in more mindful moments. The biggest change, I guess, is that there's not a lot of downtime anymore. I struggle to let myself rest while he's napping. Instead, I work, do what I'm doing right now catch up on laundry or dishes, or squeeze in a workout. Even if I got myself up early in the morning, even just like 10 or 15 minutes before he would normally wake up to start with a good journaling session or utilize one of his nap times strictly for self-care and not feel guilty about it. I have journaled since he's been born, but it's been very spontaneous and usually just to ease like a very specific anxiety. Anyway, I am sure I'm not the only one who works from home who also feels way more productive if I actually get ready for the day. And in the time that we're currently living in, this applies to not just people who generally work from home or who own a business and work from home, but all of the people who have been sent home to work, who are you know working virtually or remote for the first time. Now, I know a lot of places have started easing people back into their workspaces But that was probably a shock for a lot of people who were used to getting up and getting ready and going into an office on a daily basis. Uh, Brushing my teeth is always an obvious, (laughs) it's always a given, but actually washing my face, putting a little makeup on, changing out of my pajamas, even if it's just to wear athleisure, um, that all makes me feel better. I really can't speak on brushing my hair. (laughs) That just doesn't happen often. I actually, total side note, have been debating a chop. Like, am I even a mom if I don't have the mom cut? 
I don't know. I've been thinking about it. So one interesting thing that I found said basically, so, okay, we've established that like there's a lot of benefits to having a morning routine. You feel accomplished, you feel less stressed and so on. I found something that said on the flip side, don't be too strict about your morning routine because then if you don't, for whatever reason, get it all done, you feel like you failed rather than feeling accomplished. Like you feel like, oh shit, I didn't actually get everything done and now the rest of my day is going to be like all messed up. So I thought that was kind of an interesting take, like don't be too strict on it because otherwise you'll just feel bad if you don't get something done. I think the main takeaway is like any level of preparedness you can give yourself and any stress you can take away, aim for that. Like even if it's just making the bed. One thing that has happened since James entered our lives is a really standard nighttime routine. Every single night, like clockwork, I give James a bath. And while I do that, Shane makes coffee for the morning, packs his lunch, and warms up James's bottle. By the time that's done, I have James clean and in pajamas and ready for bed. And I hand him off to Shane so Shane can feed him. And I either read a story or catch up on any other household things that I need to do while Shane feeds him. Then depending on the day, we stay up and hang out and have some time together. Or to be honest, we just PTFO at like 8.30 because we're so effing tired. I feel like it's fair to say, though, that a nighttime routine can totally like cross over or blend into a good morning routine. Like because of what we get done at night, there's no scrambling to make coffee or make lunch in the morning. It's kind of how I imagine people feel if they set their clothes out for the next day, the night before, or something like that. <laughs> when I was writing that and thinking about this, it made me think back to in middle school, we would like call each other. Like you'd call and ask your friends what they were wearing the next day and sometimes try to match. And when I was thinking about this, a really specific outfit came to my mind and I just couldn't stop laughing. I should try to find a similar outfit online and share it to the Instagram. I distinctly remember calling a friend and we decided that we would wear the layered polos. So, you know, it was cool to wear like two different polos over each other, a denim skirt and knee high Argyle socks. Um, we definitely thought it was really cute. And to be fair, I think at the time it was cute. I mean, kids are a lot trendier now than we were in like the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Like they look like now what I look like in college and even still in college, our style was not great. Like we got like crop tops and banded skirts. They are so trendy, freaking Gen Z. So on a, another total side note, when I was researching this episode, an article on the science of people said to postpone coffee if possible in the morning because our cortisol levels are naturally higher when we wake up, so we're already alert. Okay, this is worse than my double polo Argyle sock outfit. No, thank you. I'll take my cortisol with extra caffeine right when I wake up in the morning, please. <laughs> so in addition to this regular research that I did for this episode, I also did some market research on my business Instagram and kind of asked people what a non-negotiable was in their morning routine. Like what is one thing 
in your morning routine that has to be there. Um, my husband answered through my Instagram question, pooping, and he made me swear not to share it to my Instagram story. In hindsight, I should have, but I guess I'm kind of blowing up his spot right now. Sorry, Shane. So my market is generally female service-based business owners, ages 20 to 45. Um, so that said, some of the responses I received were working out, meditation, coffee, mindset work, journaling. Two people actually did say making the bed, walking dogs, breakfast. Um, I remember when I used to think that people who said they forgot to eat or didn't have time to eat were just like lying or wanted attention or I don't know, thought it was cool to be like, oh, well, I don't really eat. Um, but now I am that person. I was FaceTiming my sister the other day and I was like, all right, I got to go. I'm going to eat lunch. And she was like, it's 4.15 p.m. But honestly, like I get it now. My whole day had literally just escaped me. Um, one really good response was from someone who said she doesn't necessarily do anything in a specific order when she gets up but she leaves her phone on do not disturb overnight and for the first 30 minutes of the day. So she's not bombarded with notifications or texts or whatever, right? When she gets up, she takes that half hour just to herself without her phone. I have tried that before and I always fall out of it. I just don't have the self-control, not to mention now with the baby, like we both have our phones propped up and on all night for the monitor. So, I mean, it's literally the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning uh, I don't know. I would, I would definitely consider trying that again someday, maybe. <laughs> so it's never too late to create and implement a morning routine that works for your lifestyle. And this is the key. It has to fit your lifestyle. Not everyone has time for an hour long morning routine. I am like the perfect proof of that. I used to have time for an hour long morning routine and now I don't. I had to find something that works for me and that's fine. The key is being consistent with whatever it is you come up with that works for you. To end this episode, when I was doing the research for it, I found this quote that I just loved, and I feel like it kind of caps this all off so well. The quote is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And so the way I interpreted this was like, there's nothing keeping you from rising to the level of your goals, or maybe you're already at the level of your, why can I not say that? Can anyone hear this? <laughs> maybe you are already at the level of your goals, but what keeps you from actually reaching them is that you fall back to the level of your systems. You don't have the systems in place to reach those goals. I thought that was really interesting and kind of just tied really well into this because it could be as simple as, okay, so you don't have a morning routine. You start every day in chaos. Maybe by the time you even start to work on your goals or do whatever it is you have to do that day, you feel completely like disorganized and disheartened to get anything done. So again, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. I love that. I just love that. So that's it, you guys. This is a pretty like bite-sized episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Making It Nice. I will share the referenced book and a photo of my um, Bring Dirt Into the Bed dogs. And maybe if I can find a picture of the type of outfit I was describing, I will share all of this to the Instagram. Again, you can find me on Instagram at Making It Nice Podcast. 
And I would love to see you guys over there. Thanks.